When it comes to the greatest of all time, the GOATs, pick an industry, you know the names, basketball, Jordan, tennis, Serena, world leaders, Mandela, food, Frieri. But one GOAT debate has yet to be settled. It's the GeoGuessr debate. Who is the greatest of all time dropping pins on a GeoGuessr map? We'll find out over eight rounds, eight weeks, GeoGuessers from around the globe, the best the internet has to offer. This is Pinheads, the GeoGuessr podcast. Welcome to Pinheads, the show that crowns the best guesser in town. And guess what? After this week, we won't have any more shows where we need to crown the best guesser in town. The best guesser in town will be crowned. Try to say that 10 times fast. We are nearing the end. This is map eight. There are no maps after this. Of course, you can keep playing maps on your own, but you can't play them in the tournament. The tournament is done after this week. Uh, And as we round the stretch, head for home, see our exit off the highway. I am here with my trusty companions, Eric Ryder in the shotgun seat, and Deuce riding on the roof rack every once in a while, uh, opening up the moonroof, pulling down his pants and showing us his butt crack and and just farting out some knowledge and wisdom. Uh, I'm asking for snacks. (laughs) Yeah. You should probably face the other way when you ask for snacks. I don't know why you're facing us that way uh, through the (laughs) moonroof. Well, where are you going to put them? Fair. (laughs) Yikes. Nothing like nothing like some ass snacks. Mm. You know, you know, I don't know how you guys road trip. You know, but, uh, we, we you said to do it differently. We said we wouldn't put together an agenda for this show, and <laughs> yeah, already geez, we're already, doing it live. Oh my god, you're winging it. I am not regretting it <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> Ryder Deuce, great to see you both. Uh, and actually, I was just talking about you know riding down the highway, but on this round coming up uh, that people are playing as we speak, and that will be done by the time this airs. There is no highway. Uh, you're just rolling on the river or the lake or the ocean or the pond, any body of water really, um, because this was an all water aquatic round uh, to end it. Yeah, waterways for days and bringing you to a lot of cool locations. I know we'll get into it with our guest and leader of the entire Pinheads tournament. Spencer is joining us on the pod, so stay tuned to that. Yeah, this was a great map to end on. I thought it brought you to some beautiful places, some great terrain, and kind of shows you what waterways can deliver. And great map to end on, but you know, we had a tough map. Like the last three maps have just been brutal for some between Nightmare Round and we had Japan last week. We have some great stats coming on the Japan round. But uh, Deuce, what did you think of week eight, the way we closed the tournament? It felt like I did terribly, which is like par for the course now. And Ben, I was thinking this actually, when you created the map selection for this, you really nailed it in giving people hope and then immediately cutting them down at the knees by saying like, oh, I'm actually doing okay. Like I'm getting like 20,000 points here. I'm getting, I'm doing all right. And then you separated the dog herders from the sheep and the sheep are all off a cliff and the dog herders are drinking bourbon watching them fall because it is clear who is a professional at this point. I am not. I have fallen off that cliff. I have not been able to do well in these past three maps. And I feel like that's the best thing about this tournament is you've taken something, built it up, and then quickly said, all right, game's over, friends. Time to actually play. Well, let's talk about the collateral damage. Uh, One, 
I did it to myself last week, two weeks ago, with the Nightmare <laughs> Round. But we already talked yeah. about that. We don't oh, talk yeah. about that anymore. Oh, do you want to go back into it? <laughs> no, would right. Are we good for you? Yeah, you, you would love it that. It was good for me. It was great for you. How was it for Daddy Yank Me? Daddy Yank Me? Daddy Yank Me? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Oh, what? God. Him? <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw his name today after I played my round and lost it. No, he was in first place after the first round. He, yeah. He yeah. yanked it real good, put up 5,000. <laughs> yes. Danny. Oh, my. <laughs> this is why we need to make an agenda. Um, <laughs> so, so, so I. Oh, my. <laughs> we got, we got chastised on the pod. Um, so I, so I did that to myself. It got so bad that Drew Toothpaste just stopped playing. But like I said last week, I just think he's got way cooler things to do. So. You know, I don't think it had to do with the map, but maybe he thought it got so hard that he said, you know what, can't play anymore. And then it got so hard and tough that Muko just stopped trying because he's not even here this week. I haven't seen him yet. As of yeah. this podcast, he has not shown up. It's like we yeah. find it took seven weeks, but we finally kicked him out for good. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Cheap and dog herders. I mean, maybe he just got bored of getting booted out of the tournament every time. Uh, but, you know, hold, you know, who knows? I mean. Let's be real. I mean, there's there's a lot of tournaments out there. Drew Toothpaste, I mean, the dude's a boss. Come on. He's got tons of stuff going on. Uh, he misses a few rounds. He'll get us on the next season. Hopefully, we're still good friends. I mean, it'd be great to hear from him. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, this was it, – it's shaping up. I mean, a lot of really strong scores still coming in on tough maps. Like last week, it was just – that Japan has been uh, – Classically brutal for all of us, and a lot of really great scores. So uh, excited to get into it. Well, let's talk about you know as we head for home here. Uh, I know you'll take us into the the deep stats of the Japan round. Let's take a look at our top five overall as we head into week eight. So as we mentioned, uh, Spencer, whose name is now Pigeon, but it's G E O is capitalized like Pidgeoan. Um, we've been butchering names or getting them right in the case of Meat Potato. Thank you very much. Since the start of this podcast, <laughs> we're going to have to ask him about his name. Very interested in that. A lot has changed in eight weeks. It was Mitchie on Twitchy to start. Then it was Fearsome Mitchie. Actually, it was never Mitchie on Twitchy. That was just our, what we came up with. It was, <laughs> it was I, honestly, I got to the point where I thought that was actually his name now. I convinced myself. We had Fearsome Mitchie. Now he's just Mitchie. I'd say he's still pretty fearsome. He's sitting in second place, but yeah, doesn't seem like, especially at this point, Spencer put up a fourth place finish. Everybody else would have to put up huge rounds. And then Mitchie would have to be in first place for Mitchie to catch Spencer. So it seems like this is a victory lap for Spencer. But Mitchie's in second. JD is a Sad Stars fan, is in third. Now, one thing I looked at is, you know, how many locations are on this water map? 71. That is, mm. that is child's play for Jay. I saw that. Yeah. He, could, he, could, he could just kick his feet up, have a Home Depot hot dog, and play it like seven <laughs> times. And he'd be ready to pinpoint them exactly. So I wouldn't give up on JD. Maybe sneaking, well, probably solidifying third. He is, uh, he is over 50 points out of second place right now. And for those listening at home, you get however many points. Uh, there's 200 people or something. So if you come in first, you get 200 points. So the odds of him catching uh, either of those two is slim. Giovanni, 1798P. He's in fourth place with 605 points. So there is a, a battle for the podium oh, between yeah. third and fourth. And then we haven't really talked about Dimmy Weber, D-I-M-I, Weber, Weber, W-E-B-E-R. But uh, they are in fifth place. And they're five points up on Dan Owen, somebody we have talked about a little bit in the past. 
So kind of a new entry into the top five, and that's what it looks like going into the final week. I'm sure we'll get the deeper stats uh, from you, Ryder, both this week and next week. But, um, you know, interesting race for third place shaping up. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the race between Jay and Giovanni, I mean, they've been at the top of a lot of weeks. As of all these players, I mean, you got to give really to the top 10 all of the top 10 players have cracked at least 549 points. The next one is 496. That's the biggest gap between any point total that's on the map right now uh, besides second and third place, speaking to kind of, you know, just how how good the top three really have been consistently through the tournament, you know. And the fact that we're going to have two out of the top three on the pod is pretty awesome. So we get to learn a lot, uh, which is great. But, you know, big shout-outs to GeoGuessr Michael, Radox, uh Fabio Galetti, I mean, all these guys have played really, really consistent and playing every week. Um, just just really great. Yeah. And there's Gex 753 uh, in there as well. But I just know I, from my eye, when I've been checking out stats, it's always those guys who are really, you know, setting the bar. Been been cool to watch. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ryder and Deuce, help me out with the person in 12th place. Ryder, how do you pronounce that? I see dead people. I think it's icy dead people. So it's like dead like people. Really cold. I think it's dead people covered in ice. Wow. Like Game of Thrones? Good for you. Like that's, exa- that's exactly what I was thinking, Deuce. Wow. Icy dead mm. people. Icy dead people. I was going to go with icy, icy dead, dead people. people. I think it's a play on words, but power to them. Yep. Maybe they're right. not a Sixth Sense fan. I don't know. Maybe they are. Well, and they too. just enjoy White Walkers. Deuce has been the uh, greatest podcast guest getter of all time, but we're going to run out of time. I don't think we're ever going to get icy dead people. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I mean the good thing is the last couple episodes it hasn't been me. People have been reaching out. That's, a, that's awesome. Awesome. That's great and totally unexpected. Um, but yeah, totally yeah. unexpected. Yeah, fantastic. fantastic. What a cool community, y'all. I mean, just stay engaged. Just such a fun game. It's so cool how it's brought so many people. You know, even just in this tournament, and you know, thanks for everybody interacting with us on the, you know, through the pod, through social, uh, and everybody else. Just shout out to all the guests for taking the time to to join us share some knowledge and you know enjoy an awesome game and you know i think i'm a little bit cooler than i was eight weeks ago and i'll tell you why yeah just you haven't even let me finish you still have a dookie account i have a couple of dookie accounts yeah there you go you catch Um, you have have pseudonym dookies Mm. yeah fake dookie accounts fake dookie accounts are when you wipe once and you're like wait a minute i don't have to wipe again that's a fake dookie account uh it's a clean (laughs) wipe no I, i i've never gamed before the only gaming I ever did was like Super Nintendo, right? Just really? never really gamed. Okay. Uh, the online gaming, the twitching. Uh, sure. The only thing that twitches is my eye after too many cups of coffee. And uh, my wife's an optometrist. And she tells me what it is, and I don't believe her, and I still look it up. <laughs> Fast track to the couch. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is the most hardcore gaming I've done in a long time. And uh, I have a high school mentee. He's just graduating high school in a month. Cool. Um, congrats, Kyrie. Uh, heck of a job graduating um, from school in Boston. Right on. And uh, for four years as mentor mentee, we've talked a lot about gaming. And I'm just like nodding my head. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have any way to play. I don't have any systems, um, you know, I, I, but I respect it. I, I know I play a lot of video games in high school. You, I can't tell you how proud I was to fire up GeoGuessr at our last event together. And I said, mm. I said, hey, Kyrie, I game now watch this oh. and he was like so pumped and then he just like saw a map of the pyrenees and he was like what the fuck is this <laughs> and i was like no no no, no, no. Kyrie, you don't really get cool. you don't get it 
You don't I'm get like, it. It's a game, I swear. He's like, he's like, where, like, he's like, where, when do you start shooting? When, when do you start to, I'm like, oh no, you don't, you just, you just drop a pin. Like, you just try to figure <laughs> out where you are. Yeah. I, and he was yeah. like, oh, Ben, I thought this was going to be a lot cooler than you said it was. And I'm just yeah. Like, yeah. Little, a little street cred kind of got lost so, there. So like I said, I got a little cooler. A little but, cooler. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's all relative. I'm, I'm not yeah. very cool. Um, <laughs> I got a little cooler, and Muko che- started cheating just a little bit more. It's kind of the same thing. So yeah, yeah. Anyways. But hey, you're you're an internationally known podcast host. Come on, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that might get me off the couch tonight. Um, you know, there you go. being a famous Mike. podcaster, you're probably not. There you go. Boost that resume. I mean, yeah. she doesn't listen. Come on. I, I will say, I will say, my wife Natalie, I made her listen to the Make Potato reveal, the special guest <laughs> reveal. <laughs> And hats off to Mate Potato because she started laughing and smiling. She thought it was actually funny and actually riveting podcast entertainment. And yeah. um, that wouldn't have happened without, without Deuce and without Mate Potato joining us at three in the morning. Still one of the coolest things. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is my sixth podcast, and I don't think my wife has listened to any of them. <laughs> so, All right. If it ain't going to start now, it ain't going to start. The thing is, my wife's Canadian, so she's, so she's polite by nature. So what she does is she just pretends to listen and then smiles, and I mm. think she listened. I'm like, oh, Nat, you're the best, uh, and she has no idea. <laughs> she has, she doesn't know what our podcast is about. Well, so. I know Mel. I know Mel is really big into the true crime podcast, so maybe I could play the conspiracy of Muko as a potential angle to get her into the Pinheads pod. Mm. Or we could start the was Nick Lachey actually singing. Ooh. 98 degrees of falsehood 98 degrees of falsehood is the next pod wow yeah that is the question of where do we go from here it's true i mean there is a lot of the world to see i mean there we've we've gained notoriety i would people be psyched for a season two i don't know i'd be psyched i would love to bring more maps to the people but more I, immediately we should probably go to the writer rundown because our guest is looking to join pretty soon yeah yes. let's move on very true. The final or second to last writer rundown going through the Japan map. You know, classically a super hard map that a lot of people uh, have struggled with over the time. And this was no exception. Really, it came down to in the top 25, one map took down a lot of people. And the list on the tough breaks is really heartbreaking. Because some of these scores and some of these players really had a good shot at cracking not just the top 25, but the top 10 and top 5 even. And it was pretty tough to see, and some names we're going to recognize. You know, the top 12 are the only ones who scored over 20,000 points. And so that is up there with the nightmare round as some of the fewest people to score 20K or above. Uh, Just knowing the caliber of play we've had over the tournament so far. You know, right when you got to 16,000 points, that's really where the break point was. Um, And that's really where you see, you know, one to two maps really being that break point that just kind of just really scrape people down really fast. You know, map one had all the clues and is not where anybody's score broke. You know, in the top 25, the lowest score was 4768 by our very own Joey Whalen. Otherwise, all the other scores were 4900 or above and way above. Uh, you know, map three really stood out as the breaker, you know, 18 to 24 places, 18 to 24, all scored under 750. Just that that's a rough stretch, especially to have in the top 25. 
Um, and it really speaks to the caliber of the round. I mean, that that map was hard, and you had to really be able to narrow down the clues. Uh, and some people, I think, just frankly got lucky with being able to scrape by with, you know, 2,500 to 3,500 points. Um, you know, it really what stood out to me in, in going over the stats is that people took their time. People understood that Japan is where you need to pay attention to the clues. And so people were map hunting. That is the only thing I can narrow it down is that they saw there were a lot of signs that had street names on them that were close by to the start of the map. I think people latched on and started scanning. Uh, and whether they scan or not, just Japan is a long country. So scanning that country in depth is really, really hard. Uh, and as we pointed out, there are mountains in the north, mountains in the south. You either know it or you don't. And some of the maps really started to, to get people. Now to the tough breaks, and this is going to hurt. You know, we mentioned Dan Owen, who's in, you know, or Dan Owen, who's in the top 10 right now, had a great score going and then had a really hard last map, pulled him down the rankings. You know, Mate Potato. I think his name is Danawen, by the way. Danawen? Okay, cool. Yeah. Whatever. I I just got to be, I got to be over three in pronouncing (laughs) names. Uh, Mate Potato, same deal. Hard last map, took away a great round, even worse than Dan Owen. Amazing Chi, who's been a really strong player, really in the kind of like top 10 to 25 range uh, for most maps, had, I mean, oh, God, this hurt because had amazing scores, all 4,500 plus, all probably 4,800, 4,900 plus, and then one map at 285. Ooh, that has to hurt. Uh, The one I really want to call out and has been a great player in the tournament, though down in the rankings, is one. Alex Griff, and had an amazing score going, probably playing the round of his life, feeling as though he is crushing it. And then on the last map, scores 98. And if he got even 1,500 points or more, he would have cracked the top 20 easily. And, oh, that's got to hurt, Grip. So my heart goes out to you, buddy. The old Uh, Grip let slip. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it had a Mike's- grip and let it rick. It Mike was, Slavsky. Oh, horrible. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Slav. Uh, he did love him. He called me after he saw the pot. It was uh, pretty cool. And the watchdog, you know, the donut award of the week goes to the watchdog who also had a great round and then just ridered out hard with a zero and that had to hurt. So probably the watchdog is licking the paws right now. Uh, trying to get over that one, but uh, there's always this week. The WTF goes to Jay. Jay the Sard Sars fan. Oh no, really struggled with a lot of these rounds. Not really great. Uh, and the last but not least, the toilet bowl. Put your hands in the air. Our good producer Deuce. What? Got the toilet by 1,400 really? points. Yeah. Did you I got, really? You got dead last, buddy. Yeah. Sorry to say it. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. And wait it was, a minute. Wait a minute. Wasn't very close. So you yeah. you just. Buried that. When I got <laughs> second to last yeah. writer, it was headline news. Yeah, but Deuce, how long have you been playing this game? Um, oh, longer than longer months. longer than he admits. A couple yeah. months. You've been playing since last <laughs> November. That's a that's a that that was it was twenty twenty when you were playing. And we all know what's happened in the last six months. It might as well be six years. Yeah, uh, you actually have six years. You have eight years. Deuce, have you ever played GeoGuessr in bed? No. Do you ever have a problem with going to bed, being coached by your wife, as to going to bed late because it will wake her up because you're playing GeoGuessr too much? 
I don't, but if I did, I would take some Nama CBD sleep have, and that would put me right out. Have you, have you ever mm. had to call your doctor for an erection lasting more than 48 hours because of GeoGuessr? You love it so much. <laughs> that's a plus. Okay, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. had that. Everyone's yeah, had that. That's, a, yeah. that's true. Definitely the time to take Nama sleep when that happens. <laughs> that's a relaxed plus. <laughs> oh, relax. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Nama. Uh, great stuff. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. point, point taken. Point Point taken. taken. So, all right, cool. Well, yeah, that's the writer rundown for week seven. Only one more week to go. Good luck out there. Well, we're excited. And speaking of uh, being at the top of the writer rundown and the top of the leaderboard, that would be Spencer Pigeon. We're going to find all out about that nickname. We're going to welcome the person who is in first in the home stretch, our our likely champion. Uh, We're going to get to talk to a real pro coming up next. Personally, I can't wait. I'm a little nervous to be uh, in the midst of a GeoGuessr legend. Yeah, it should be awesome. I'm, I'm really curious. I want to see what sort of info he can share, pick his brain, and, and see what makes him tick. should be fun. Yep. Well, we're going to go to our, our sponsor. I think it's an ad for those who are suffering with GeoGuessr-type uh, injuries and maladies. Uh, <laughs> Deuce has it lined up, but it's probably not with CBD. But uh, yeah, we will, because yeah, they, they can help with that. And then we'll be back with yeah. Spencer uh, on our final interview of this season of Pinheads, the GeoGuessr podcast. Writer, give me a Nama commercial right now. Hey, what's up? It is Writer from Pinheads. And man, after I'm playing GeoGuessr all the time, I love to relax, love to make my own space. I love to be able to just enjoy myself. And what really helps me out is Nama. Nama CBD, check it out. They have four different versions from Anytime, Relax, Relax Plus, and Sleep. Some of them come with Delta 8. Some of them have melatonin to be able to help you out. They are non-addictive and really, really good to be able to not, not only in taste, but in their effect to being able to help you relax, be able to enjoy your nights, sleep better, and be able to be on your game when you want to get back into GeoGuessr. So Nama CBD. Check it out, four different versions, and that is writer approved. Yeah, nice. Battle Royale getting you down? Does your hand hurt because you punched a wall when you lost your country streak? Can you not sleep because you played so much GeoGuessr that when you take your eyes off your computer screen, you're still all wired up? Well, Nama CBD is going to help you out. CBD products are helping people with all of those problems all over the world, but Nama does it in a way better than anybody else. They do the best ingredients. They don't put any of that high fructose corn garbage into it, and they do it in flavors and styles for your particular taste. They got your Anytime CBD. They get literally Anytime. It's in the name. They got your relaxed CBD. You just lost your country streak again. You don't want to play anymore. You just want to sit down and relax. Take a relax. It's going to help you out. They got your sleep CBD. You can't sleep because you've been thinking about that country streak that you lost. Take a sleep CBD, man. It's going to help you get those Z's. And then my personal favorite, Relax Plus. Delta 8. Look it up. It's the cousin to THC. You want to pop one of these, put on a movie, sit down and do some guessing. You're going to forget you have knees go to bed you're gonna wake up feeling like a million and one bucks a million bucks is not enough for how good you feel after a night's sleep on these so namacbd.com n-a-m-a-c-b-d.com check it out get yourself a bottle you will not regret it namacbd live life the nama way all right we are back and we are here with our final guest of our eight week 
podcast and, and tournament, uh, and that is our current first place competitor out of the 200 plus, or just about 200 competitors in the tournament. So we are honored to have Spencer here with us. Spencer, it is a pleasure to have you on Pinheads. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to be here. It has been awesome to see you crush week after week. No matter what we've thrown at you, you've pulled in strong scores. So thanks for taking the time, man. It's awesome to have you here. I know we're eager to hear uh, a lot of how you how you do it, how long you've been playing, all, all the fun stuff. So uh, yeah, let's start there. I mean, how long have you been playing GeoGuessr and kind of what got you to the top? Oh boy. Um, yeah, I've been playing since about 2016, but uh, I didn't start getting serious until about a year or two ago. Um, and I mean, like many others, I was inspired by by GeoWizard. I, I thought it was so cool that he could just like look at a bush and be like, that's Lithuania. And now I can yeah. look at a bush and say that's, that's, that's Lithuania. Bonkers. That's bonkers. <laughs> How did you get to the point where you could do it? What are the mm. tips you have for people out there who yeah. see you at the top of this leaderboard or um, GeoWizard mm. and say, I want to do that? At the beginner level, I would say learn to recognize like European license plates, the general climate, left and right hand driving, kilometers, miles, that sort of stuff. For more intermediate mm. players, I'd say learn like the Google Street View coverage, some of like the car meta, the bollards and that sort of stuff. The Bollard. That's the second time Bollards have come up. And I can't believe that, like, when that came up, when Jay pointed it out, I could not believe that's on the radar of how you guess. And you're saying that's intermediate? Oh, yeah. Dude, what's the advanced, what's the advanced shit? Let's go deep. <laughs> I want to go down the rabbit hole. What, what do we need to get into? Let's see. Let's see. Um, there's, I mean, if you, if you want to get serious, I... I mean, I. Oh, I'm serious. I, Let's I've, do this. Uh, I've started to like learn scripts of like very obscure languages. Um, I've like learned skylines of very frequent cities. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of other stuff. I I've started to. Uh, do you know the sun? <laughs> oh yes, the sun strategy. That that's a can, cool can you one. explain that? Because I still don't sure. get that. So. Um, explain it like you would explain it to someone who thinks Ireland is a tropical island. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I have an ad from Ireland saying it's tropical. I, I mean, what proof do you that's, need? That's just fact right there. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you need. That's all you need. Uh, so GeoGuessr is kind enough to give you a compass in the bottom left-hand corner of your game. So you use that and line it up with the sun. And if the sun is in the north, you are probably in the southern hemisphere. And if it's in the south, you're probably in the northern hemisphere. Now, this doesn't mm. work for um, places near the equator, obviously, <laughs> and uh, right, right. if it's midday when the photo was taken, if it's over. Wow. Interesting. Wow. wow. So, like, is there any map out? I mean, you're talking deep uh, ballards. Give me a break. I, 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 believe, like, they're never called, I believe they're called. That. I believe they're called bollards. Right? Bollards. <laughs> yep. Whatever. Yep. I, I am. That is so beyond how smart I am to approach this game. That is. It's amazing. I, what are the? Is there maps out there that just give you problems that you just oh. like don't look forward to playing? Are you at the point say, say where? Fits. Yeah. People, yeah. They give you fits. Yeah. yeah sorry. People have <laughs> been you. on here before saying these same countries. They're they're just universally hated. America, Russia, <laughs> Australia. Those are the worst. Mm. 
And you and you and you are American. I am American. I still have trouble with yeah. America. It doesn't mm. help in the slightest. I mean, really? No, the whole the whole middle of the country I feel like is so same. similar. <laughs> it all just. Yeah. Makes, I mean, unless you go hey. to a particular licorice store or something like that, Muko. As somebody who has spent uh, much of the last pre-pandemic years uh, traveling for my job is a salesperson in education technology to lots of school districts across the Midwest, I relish an American map. I, I, I know it very well. And in fact, we were playing a, a state streak the other day. And uh, I'm, I'm a runner as well, so I run a lot when I go to these locations. I'm like, I've run in that, I've run on that street. That's a school that I ran on the track at in uh, Fishers, Indiana. And so I love those, but I'm one of the rare few. That's, um, that's so my my strat my strategy is just to cover every single inch of the U.S. and that way I'll get five thousands on the rounds. So that's what I'm trying <laughs> to do. That's the only now, strategy I have. Now, um, Spencer, I, I have a question for you. With so a so you're an American. And yet, struggle with American maps. Are there are there maps overseas that are classically like regarded as hard uh, that you that you've kind of just grown comfortable with, and you kind of just know even better than your home country? That's a great question. Um, I feel like I got pretty good at Western Europe, surprisingly. Um, I, I'm Dang. pretty decent at South America, um, and I think I'm pretty decent at Scandinavia as well. But that that's about South it, America. Yeah. I can never, yeah. I can never get anything in South America. I'm like, uh, Bogota. Uh, nope, definitely not right. Uh, is Bogota? Dude, awesome. You mean Bogota? Is this a made potato Boga? mate potato? Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm just, I was that. looking at. I I pulled up. I pulled up it's, South America. Yeah, wait, wait, you you have opinions? Yeah, Spencer, I do. Is it, is I think it's oh, mate yeah, potato. What is it? I'm, yeah, that a boy. I think. Oh, that's what I, I mean. think certain what? people on this proof. podcast did not like that they were wrong about mate potato and bribed him to come on here and mispronounce his name. So that person would be that person would be me because Deuce because Deuce thinks Deuce thinks it's mate potato. You know that's that's a happy middle ground. I can appreciate that. Yeah, we can settle. Yeah, I appreciate that support. Maybe we'll maybe we'll have a bonus episode where we can get the the audio of me. Uh, calling Mate Potato at 3 a.m. his time, <laughs> yeah. and just being like, "Hey, Deuce isn't around. Writer isn't around. Yeah, it's Mate Potato. I'll, we'll make sure of it." Um, let's, just, let's just let's just say I... he's living very comfortably right now. Uh, and my wife wants to know why we had to get rid of my daughter's crib and move out all of her possessions. We might have we might have spent <laughs> a little too much money uh, to get this one right. I would say, and it's not out of the realm, that the winner of the GeoGuessr podcast gets to re. Gets to rename Mate Potato. Wait, that's to a Mate person. Potato. That's a person. That. That's a, that's a, it's a yeah, pseudonym. <laughs> He's in the tournament. Wait, the person that who came feels on feels like that's a that should be a thing. You're gonna take the person who came on at 3 a.m. when I am so deep in REM sleep personally, and you're gonna tell him like we get to rename you. That just seems that I don't know if we can. How about hey, writer? Have the email. Ask him. I just want an accent mark. Just give me an accent mark over the e. That's all I need. Well, all really, I need. You, you can keep the name, just an accent. Whoop. All right. Well, Spencer More thinks good. it's 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 Mate Potatoes. So that's that's yes. two for Mate Potato. Um, now you got to now you got to convince him he's Mate Potato. The last question <laughs> I have, Spencer, is: So you are a very good GeoGuessr player. You like playing a lot of maps around the world. We haven't asked this question to anybody. What's the 
coolest place you've ever traveled to in real life? Ooh. Oh, that's a, that's great, a great question. Yeah. Um, hmm. I have actually been pretty fortunate to travel around a lot of places in the world. Um, I think my favorite is Chiang Mai, Thailand. Oh, good choice. I have been there and I agree with you. Yeah. Am I the only one who, am I awesome. the only one who hasn't been? I think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Nice. You got to go there. Why do you like it so much? Um, I just had really good memories there. I, I mean, I went when I was like eight, but, um, mm. it was, it was just really cool and beautiful. I, I actually was fortunate enough to go during Songkran, which is the Buddhist new year. Um, yeah. which sounds like a very spiritual water thing, festival. but it was actually just like a five day entire town water gun festival and yeah, it, yeah. It, like mm. a water gun fight. And it was just crazy and awesome. Very yeah. cool. We have a friend that got to rap at the Songkran Festival oh, in front of like 2,000 right. people, and it is the highlight of his life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll send you the video. Yeah, he's still, it's, yeah. it's, it's still the peak um, for sure. Um, well, that's very cool. I, I, I thought you were going to say it was round one of the nightmare round, uh, which was just like, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're just like, I, Sleeping? I'm, I'm actually most comfortable when I can't see anything at just, all. Uh, and it's just total darkness. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, that's, what, that's, that's where I feel great. You know, we, I mean, look, there is one TripAdvisor review of that place, and maybe it was you. That's uh, so what we found out last week. We just wanted- <laughs> I translated that, actually, and the whole thing is like, yeah, the, the museum's okay, but nobody was working, and there's only one ATM in the town. Like, that was the review. <laughs> Yikes. That's funny. Um, well, all right. Why don't we get into this week's map, the final map, um, your, potentially your victory lap, Spencer, but we'll, we'll have to see uh, if, if Muko makes a return uh, and creates 400 other accounts to bury you deep, uh, you know, in like 404th place. And, you know, that could happen. He finds ways, uh, even though we try to keep him out. But in this map, uh, it was called I'm on a Boat, Oceans, Rivers, Lakes. Uh, and it stayed true to its name. So we're going to go to the first map. Um, we're going to let everybody where, know where we were, and then we're going to ask kind of how you went about figuring this one out. So we were in the San Francisco Bay, uh, and there were a lot of high scores on this map. Uh, the kind of goal here is to figure out where in the Bay Area you were, um, because there aren't a lot of clues right off the bat, but would love to hear, Spencer, uh, which way did you did you float up or down the river um, or up and down the bay uh, to figure to figure it yeah, out? Yeah, I, I just went a little bit to my left from spawn and saw a uh, crane that said, like, Port of Oakland. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, I went the other um, way. Where- so I just zoomed right into Oakland and spent a while looking around that area and... <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. I, I actually didn't do as well as I could have, but um, I, I found the hotel right in front of the spawn location right at the last second, but I didn't have enough time to click. Okay, so it's a shame. I'm seeing Port of Oakland now. It is right there. It actually says it twice. Yeah. So that's that's the best when you find a clue like that. Um, so you nailed it. Writer and Deuce, how did you do? Yeah, I did the same thing. Uh, just went towards the crane uh, and realized that it wasn't really around anything. I was hoping something was going to be written on the side of the boat uh, that was right there. Uh, but I saw the Port of Oakland, so I dropped a safety pin, and then I started looking for clues. But uh, I, I figured I was near the Oakland, but I dropped it pretty far zoomed out. Um, so I actually didn't drop it that close, but I got a pretty solid score. But I, going up and down, I mean, I, I couldn't find anything. I mean... Uh, so, but yeah, that was just me. Deuce, how about you? Uh, I saw the American flag right when we first spawned, which was a big hint for me. 
And then I just went down the line and looked at boats. I didn't go towards the crane. I went the other way and just thought boats usually say where they're from, where they dock. Went down, found one, said San Francisco. So then I just went to the map and tried to find a place that looked like geographically close to where we were. Like we were in a channel, stuff on either side. Nice. Try to find something like that and just dropped it. But saw Oakland after uh, after time was up. See, this is... Uh, just total luck that I have the highest score I think of everybody with four thousand nine ninety nine. Yeah, I saw I saw none of the clues. Um, what I saw, wow. I, so I saw the American flag. I saw the palm trees that I've been to San Francisco, and those short palm trees, those don't look like Floridian palm trees, and nothing about that said Florida to me or the Gulf Coast. And then I saw from Ireland, and then I went the other direction from the crane and saw a mountain in the distance. And thought to myself, okay, I see palm trees, I see an American flag, it's a little cloudy, it doesn't look like we're in Southern California, so I guess that we were in the Bay Area. Uh, it didn't look like San Francisco, I've been to San Francisco, and so I just picked I just, I picked on the Oakland side of the Bay and happened to nail it. So that's why I felt really good about myself, Damn. just using clues to get close. It, it didn't really translate into a great rest of the map, but I was very, very happy with my opening with, with my opening not round. Not bad. Yeah. I'm actually kicking myself for not seeing some of those obvious things. Um, I used context clues to, to make the right guess, and I'm very happy I did because there was a small part of me having seen none of the other things that was like, "What if we are like Gulf Coast, or what if we are Florida?" And I'm wrong. But it was that it was that mountain. If you go and you um, from where you started. You turn to your right, so I guess that's due east. You'll see a, a bit of uh, a bit of sort of like a like I wouldn't call it a mountain, but you see some uneven terrain, and that told me we definitely weren't like a low lying area. So I lucked out. Um, Damn. Yeah. Well done. That well, is awesome. After you three hundred eighty two yards. That's after you completely disparaged me two weeks ago, it was the yeah. least I could do. Yeah, you need, you needed a bounce back. Uh, it's whether you held it up for five rounds, mm. and that was hard to do on this map. Well, especially so, with so many people doing so well. Yeah, I mean, truly. And this brought you to some weird places. Uh, I think map two is where I got, I think I got kind of screwed. I, I think it happened. Uh, oh, no, well, that was map three. Screen? Uh, yeah, Ben, you want to share your screen? Oh, for map two? Yeah. And, and Spencer, why don't you tell us how, how it went for you here um, yeah. on map two? Oh, boy. Okay. So map two, uh, I really bombed this one. <clears throat> I mean, not not uh, goose egg, but uh, not great. So I immediately looked to my left and yeah, just beyond those uh, that boat there, uh, there's a, a flag to your right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Over yeah, here? Right there. Yep. Above the, yeah. Yeah, that's the one I saw too. So oh, that is a Malaysian flag. Um, yep. I've actually been to Malaysia before, but I uh, did not recognize this area. I I figured we were probably on the west coast because it has more mountainous areas than the east coast. Mm. Um, although I was worried for a second there that it was this big lake in the middle, um, in the middle of uh, Malaysia called like Tenjong Matong Kenyir Lake. Uh, but I I looked up and down the, the West Coast. And uh, actually, I put it on this exact island where, where we were for a second there. And then uh, it's in the very northwest part of Malaysia. Uh, and at the last minute, I got really nervous that it was going to be in a completely different area. So I just hedged it right in the middle of the west side of the coast. 
and mm. uh, so you how many points how many Damn. points did that cost you it um, might it probably cost probably you first or second place right over four thousand seven hundred if i had to guess four thousand eight hundred mm. yeah See, yeah that that probably cost you first place right there yeah, yeah. But your travels and your and your knowledge of geography Damn. and topography yeah, is impressive. Awesome. It helped you out. Yeah, I totally missed that Malaysian flag. Uh, that would have really helped out. I'm pretty sure if I saw it, though, I still wouldn't have known it was the Malaysian flag. So I can't remember what got stuck, and I had a. Why is it so USA store. looking? It's a good question. The Malaysian flag. I don't know. Well, it's with the red I'm and confused. white, the red, white, and blue. Yeah, and then yeah. the. The blue uh, canter on the side. I don't have an answer for it. I you. wonder what the story is. Huh. Mm. Should look that up. But that's, Ben, how'd you how'd you do on this one? That's a story for the ninety eight degrees podcast, dude. I feel like there's a connection there. <laughs> Definitely Nick Lachey related. <laughs> um, how did I do on this one? I saw the flag. Yeah. I saw the flag as well. Um, but I don't know Malaysia. I don't know Malaysia very well. And so um, mine was just a mine was just a guess, and I put it on the east side of the island or east side of the main of the main island. And yeah. so I think I. That cost me on this one. Um, I think I scored somewhere in like the mid three thousands. So not a bad guess. And I had a feeling that not everybody would know that. I knew some mm. of our top players, Spencer included, would. But I was I was decently, uh, I was somewhat pleased with my score, given that. I always try to look at the boats themselves to see if there are any dead giveaways like on the boats. Like there have been times where I've seen languages or scripts on the boats, and that gives it away. There was nothing here that gave that away. Yeah, if you so I had one that threw me off, which is if you zoom in on the steering wheel of the boat down here, I'm getting dizzy. Yeah. So if you go zoom in right on the steer, no, 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 the steering wheel of the driver. Oh, the you, boat. oh, you know I'm not a boat driver. Oh, that's the back of the boat. <laughs> okay, on, I got you. The freaking steering. Yeah. So I started trying to figure out what those characters were. <clears throat> Spencer, do you do, did that occur to you at all yes. to try to read that? I mean, it, it it's slight. It looks slightly Chinese character like. It does which had me running into China <laughs> and I wasted thirty seconds of my of my round on that one. As did I. Yeah. Uh, no, I I saw that was actually the first thing I saw, and I thought China. And if you if you go to the spawn. Right next to the Malaysian flag is a red flag, <laughs> which um, oh. I, I went back and looked yeah. at afterwards. Uh, and it's not a country flag at all. I don't I don't know what it is. But um, in in game, it has a slightly lower resolution, so I couldn't tell that it wasn't uh, the Chinese flag. So that that had me yeah. had me uh, nervous for a second there. But then I saw yeah. what you're looking at right here. Um, this. Have you been to Fish Farm Seafood <laughs> Barbecue? Is that why you got this? No, mm, I have yeah, not. Been there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Neither have I. I moved on you. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, but I did. I did see this, and I, I knew that um, there's there's just much more English in remote parts of Malaysia than there are in remote parts of China. So I, I figured this had to be Malaysia. This was the first thing I saw before the flag, and from playing a little bit more recently, playing the daily challenge, there's been a lot of Indonesia in the last two, three, four weeks, and there's a lot of English in Indonesia too. So that was where my first thought was, but the I, I, the Malaysian flag is what gave that away for me. So Damn. that's map that's map two. Let's move to map three, and this, if you knew what this was, you were in great shape. It and for those that are listening, you can't see this. It is a giant float almost shaped like a pyramid except not pointy at the top um it kind of levels off it's a four-sided shape 
of pink, purple, and blue cylinders. I don't even know if those are like smaller hexagons yeah, on the tiles. inside. Tiles. Um, it's a float on the, and you're going to have to help me, everyone. The serpentine? Um, the serpent? Serpentine? Serpentine. I think it's serpentine. In, in Hyde Park in London. But um, if you didn't know that, you were really flummoxed, and I personally was. But Spencer, this one you, you knew? I did not actually know it from the, the cylinder pyramid there, although I did look that up afterwards. Yeah. I For a second here, I thought this was uh, Central Park Lake, <laughs> which would have been embarrassing. But yeah. Being, a new, being a New Yorker, yeah. that would have hurt. Yeah. yeah. Then I, I looked exactly where you are right now. Uh, went, moved mm-hmm. a little bit north, or I guess um, west. Uh, and saw this bridge here, and that struck me as very English. And I looked around, mm. and it made made sense uh, that this would be in London. And, um, so I I I knew that this had to be a lake from just the, the looks of it. It it just isn't a a river. Um, so I I looked around London a little bit until I found Hyde Park, and that that matched up. Wow, impressive. And it was all about this bridge. Yeah, mostly. That's pretty good. Yeah. I I used all like all two minutes here. Wow. And I was I was really freaking out because I was like, if I'm like if I'm wrong, I'm gonna be really wrong. You know, this could be anywhere, is what I thought to myself. Something about it, I, I just plopped it in the US just hoping I'd get close enough because something about it felt familiar to me. I don't know exactly what what it is. Just you know, the it didn't look like we were somewhere you know in Southeast Asia. It didn't look like we were in the Southern Hemisphere. I kind of knew we were in the Northern Hemisphere, but that wasn't close enough for me. Obviously, putting it in America. Deuce, writer. I completely screwed the pooch on this one. I I saw that installation, and I figured it was something from like Netherlands or that part of the world, but I had no clues whatsoever that stood out to me as being in any way relevant to that conclusion so as i'm kind of scanning the world and i'm i'm i went into panic mode and then i put something near la i figured hey that's an installation that's going to be in an artist town somewhere where everyone's kind of going around and i don't know why but it was really wrong mm. yeah I'd, I'd, i i put disney <laughs> like Really, for, went, for no you, reason. You went to Florida. I went to Florida. Yeah, it looked kind of, looked kind of Florida. I don't know. I've been on boats like that in Disney before, yeah. and I thought maybe that's like a movie or something that giant thing is from that I haven't seen. Yeah. It, it, it that whole thing honestly makes me really angry right now. Like I don't get angry easily, and I hate that little installation because it threw me off so much. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. Know. I went Disney because I, I had nothing. Oh, I, I literally I nothing. Know yeah. what I'm getting you for your birthday next year, which is a year away because <laughs> you just had a birthday. Have a birthday deuce, but I'm I'm gonna thank get you. I'm gonna yeah, get you. you I'm gonna get you a, a painting of this bad boy <laughs> right here. That's I'm gonna use it for my anger. Is it anger management? True or false? This is actually uh, this is called uh, the Muko float, and those are all red vines containers um, <laughs> that just are floating in the middle. It is a shrine to the greatest geoguesser of all time, Mr. 5,000 himself, Mr. 25,000 himself. Okay. All right, wow. that's a, we won't wow. mention him again. Yeah, we're, let's move on. From we're going to take four and five pretty quickly here um, because uh, geoguesser will do this to you sometimes, especially on a, on a uh, map that only has 71 locations. We are in the Bosphorus twice, um, uh, right in between the European and Asian uh, sides of Turkey, obviously, 
And Spencer, how long did it take you to figure that out here on map four? Um, I I figured this was Turkey pretty quickly. I mean, I, I just looked at the architecture, the the hills, mountains, um, just very Turkish. But I I did go. I went the direction you're going right now, actually, um, a bit to the mm -hmm. south. And that ship up ahead has a Turkish flag. It does. Yeah. That's what gave it away for me. That's what I was looking yeah. to just to confirm that it was right there. Yep. So from that, I, I figured that this pretty much had to be Istanbul. So I, I looked around Istanbul a little bit with uh, the bridge to the north uh, mm. in, in mind and just kind of matched it up and got a decent score. Damn, Excellent. Bridge matching. See, I saw the flag, didn't recognize it, and that's why I did better in the next map. Uh, but I saw that same flag, got to that point, I just... Mm, screwed the pooch there, but at least that's on the right side of the world. That's the second pooch you screwed in this episode, and that's a that's a, a phrase I haven't heard in a very long time. I hey, can't believe you hey. said it twice. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I got I got screwed. I got screwed. I I had all the clues. I thought I was gonna be able to figure it out in the two minutes, but no, sir, just yep. sucked. All right, yeah. so you you dropped this one, but you had a chance to redeem yourself because on map five, you, you are. You are maybe, you know, 10, 15 miles away. That. Oh, you thought you were somewhere else? Well, obviously, like, I had no idea where it was <laughs> in the first one. But I didn't look close enough to realize that 4 and 5 were right next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have to go too far, but I'm pretty sure... Am I misremembering, or is this a Turkish flag on the top of this little floating uh, yeah, I, dock as I well? I could get a good look at it. Yeah, exactly. It, it, there was a Turkish flag right up there, and I wasn't going to make the same mistake twice. So Spend I went I went straight to Istanbul and, and kind of charging around looking yeah. for something like that and, and managed to find it, which was sweet. And Spencer, were you able to wrap up pretty easily on this one? Yeah. Uh, was that I, the clue that gave it away on number five? Um, I, I pretty quickly realized from the boat and the water and the surroundings that this was this was Istanbul as well um so yeah I I kind of oriented myself with uh the land masses and the channels and um I I zoomed in in the area that I'd found until I saw this specific tower called the his Kulesi or something like that it's called the Maiden's Tower yeah mm. see there you go that's that's what separates the great from the good I don't, I don't think the three of us are good, but that's what separates the great from everyone else, um, is I was happy enough just to know that I was back, and I was like, we're in the water, we're not on land, I can't pinpoint this, so I'm just going to be happy with like a pretty good score, but all you had to do was orient yourself to see kind of, you know, which, which, which side am I closer to, am I close to land, great, and I didn't even think about the fact that this tower might show up on a map, but of course it does, uh, mm. and you're able to pinpoint it that way, that's very impressive. Thank you. This uh... thanks, Ben. I did the same thing. <laughs> Woo! All oh, right. you, oh, you did that too. Yeah. So I, I just went up. I figured the, I figured that little tower was probably going to be something. So I just ended up scrolling and scanning the coast the same way. So and managed to find that little tower. It kind of matched up with the compass to, uh, to the basic extent, not the not the full extent that Spencer was talking about. But, um, yeah, managed to drop it at least pretty close. So. Uh, yeah, my top score, probably top my top score in the past like month. So uh, pretty psyched. Impressive way to end it. Well, 
Um, that takes us through our final map of 40 locations. This was location Ooh. number 40. We have made Ooh. it to the end of the Pinheads tournament. And wow. um, Spencer, you're in position to potentially win this thing. So we don't want to jinx it, but it looks pretty promising. We want to say congratulations in advance on putting up a great eight weeks and most likely a, a, a tournament winning score. Uh, and we could not be happier to have you on the podcast to discuss it. Thank you so much. Yeah, this has been an absolute pleasure to, to be on the podcast and to participate in this tournament. What, what should we, what do you want, anything to promote, anything we should know about you, GeoGuessr or otherwise, uh, that folks can folks can follow you with? Yeah, I have not yet, but I was thinking about uh, uploading some stuff on YouTube. So that, that would be the same thing as my username, um, Pigeon, with the, the Geo capitalized. Um, that would probably just be... Wait, is there a story behind <laughs> that? We, we, yes, we there is. Because yeah. it was Spencer, and then it was yeah, Pigeon. I, I oh, changed it mid-tournament, uh, trying to pull a fast one on you. Oh, I, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> my my friend joseph actually came up with the name uh because my avatar has been a pigeon with a cowboy hat from day one and everyone names themselves like geo something their name uh and i thought or i suppose joseph thought um put it in the middle of the name i mean it just works i i mean yeah yeah there you Very go yep yeah. and it was already there for you Boom. the pigeon and the cowboy yeah. hat perfect well, so, so we cut you off. So you may, no um, yeah, sorry. Th- th- it was an important question to ask. We, we let Drew Toothpaste go the entire time without finding out about his rap alter ego crud bump. And so we, we can't let these opportunities pass anymore. So, um, you may post some of these. We would encourage Thank it. You. We would watch them and, and learn from them. Any, anything else you want to, anything else you want to promote? Anything that, uh, matters to you? I, I would say there are some really great GeoGuessr content creators out there that are much more deserving of attention. Uh, like GeoWizard, GeoPeter, uh, a greedy hobbit are all really make, uh, really good informative videos. Greedy hobbit, huh? Um, and there, there's some really great map creators like Mapper and Wolf Trekker. Um, uh-huh. so yeah, just. Look what's out there. The, there's a great community in GeoGuessr. Dude, absolutely. We've learned that through this entire experience. And I know for Deuce and I, who are pretty new to the game, we've been playing and just enjoying it with our friends. And then when we decided to join Ben, who's been in GeoGuessr for a long, a long, long time, uh, yeah, just the community has just been so cool. So again, like thanks to you and, and thanks to everybody else who's been listening, participating, staying engaged. And yeah, it's been it's been rad. It's been really cool. And don't go too far. Well, you can go far because we wouldn't talk to you again for a week. But we might just bring back our guests, <laughs> Spencer. So, so be ready because we might find a way to incorporate all eight of our wonderful guests if they'll all join us again oh, um, for, so cool. for a really cool finale idea that we're working on. So that's a tease for everybody else, too. This might be the final map, but we will try to have one final episode uh, where we cap it off with, with everybody who's been kind enough to come on. And it's been one awesome guest after another. And so we can't thank you enough for, for capping us off. Thank you so much. And we will have space for listeners. So if you're interested, follow Pinheads of GeoGuessr podcast on Twitter. There will be information there. Please do. And all of Deuce's witty replies to everything uh, GeoGuessr. Uh, the Pinheads. <laughs> I'm the Pinheads. Uh, you are. Yeah, it's hard to keep up that pace. All right. <laughs> well, Spencer, thanks again. Writer Deuce, a pleasure as always. And we'll be back for one more week next week. And thank you for listening. Thanks, Spencer. Thank you. Thanks, Spencer. Yeah. Dude, that was sweet. Thank you very yeah, much. that was really cool to see how you pulled this thing off. That was so this cool. This is awesome. Yeah, I'm so happy I could come on here. I'm going to some place where I've never 
get that life. get get that on the pod. Do semester. Um, we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 get, let's, let's, let's just get those out now.